Israel striking near Damascus. We are most definitely in the last days. We're going to talk about that today. We'll get to some news headlines, some comments of the day, and we'll hang out. My name is Tom. You're watching the Watchman River Channel. And as I do every single day, I'll remind you I'm not a prophet. I'm not a pastor and I'm not even a great teacher. I'm just a dude that loves the Lord. I love talking about the Lord and I love hanging out with you guys. So get comfortable, grab yourself something to eat or drink. Maybe you want coffee or tea. Ooh, have some chai tea and some carrot cake or grab whatever it is that you like to eat and drink when you're hanging out with an old friend and a fellow servant of the Lord. Let's get busy. Before I start, uh, I want to thank you guys for something. Um, I don't think I do this enough, but you as a community, as the Watchman River family, there are days that are much harder for me to make videos than other days. Today is one of those days, by the way. But you guys seem to, on those days, I think it's because we're all the body of Christ, but you seem to know, even though I feel like I hide it pretty well, and you encourage me on those days. And I wanna say thank you for that. Um, because, yeah, today's a hard day. I do not feel good at all. Um, but also, I want to also thank you for, and I've told you this before, I want to thank you for your cards and letters and support. I keep every single card and letter you guys send. Every single one. I have hundreds, and I keep them all, except the bad ones. You know, if, if you write to me and you're like, you're false because of this and that, you're going to rot in hell. It's, I'm not going to save that. <laughs> it's not a keepsake. <laughs> I get rid of those. I don't even read them. I see the first few lines and they're gone. So don't waste the stamp. It just goes in the garbage. But anyway, that's, I don't care about that stuff, but I do want to thank you for how much you guys support me and help me and pray for me. And I just think you guys sense when I'm having a rougher time. And I appreciate, I really appreciate everything you guys do for me. All right. Um, before we get to the news, let's get some encouragement. Okay. Listen to this. Listen to the words of Jesus. John 14, one through three, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. In my father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself that where I am, there you may be also. Jesus, for 2,000 years, has been preparing a place for us, and he says he's coming to receive us unto himself. That doesn't sound like the second coming of Christ when his feet touched down on the Mount of Olives. No, this is the rapture, when he meets us in the clouds and receives us to himself and takes us to heaven, where we get to see the places he has been preparing for us for 2,000 years. I don't deserve a place in heaven, but my master has been preparing a place for me. That's wonderful. First Thessalonians chapter 1, verse 10, And to wait for his Son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, who delivers us from the wrath to come. Second Thessalonians 2, 7 and 8, for the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. And then the lawless one will be revealed, whom the Lord will consume with the breath of his mouth and destroy with the brightness of his coming. 
we are removed before the seven-year tribulation. And then when the restrainer who is restraining is removed, that's the Holy Spirit in us, then the Antichrist will be revealed. Revelation 3.10, because you have kept my command to persevere, I will also keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. We're almost upon that day. We're very, very close to the rapture of the church. First Thessalonians 4, 16 through 18. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trumpet of God. And the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up, caught up together to, with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air. Whew. And thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Does that comfort you? It sure comforts me. In these dark, dark last days we're living in, where the people who are older and have been waiting for decades, we're seeing signs that, wow, we talked about these days. You know, the prophets long to see these days. We live in incredible times just to see what's going on right now, right before our eyes. All the end time signs. We're just waiting for the rapture of the church. It's the next event on the prophetic calendar. Okay. Let us see what's going on in the world. This is from the Times of Israel, a few hours before I hit record. Syrian state media says Israel is striking near Damascus. Syria's military has activated air defenses in response to an Israeli attack near the capital, Damascus, according to Syrian state media. The Santa News Agency reports that the Israeli strikes caused damage without elaborating. The report also asserted that some missiles launched by Israel were intercepted. Syria regularly claims to shoot down Israeli missiles, though, Isra though military analysts doubt such assertions. Uh, next, from 7 Israel National News, Syria claims we shot down Israeli missiles fired toward Damascus. This is just reminding me of Isaiah 17. You know, the burden against Damascus. Behold, Damascus will cease from being a city and it will be a ruinous heap. That hasn't happened yet. That's going to happen in the end days. Is that going to happen before the rapture? After the rapture? I don't know. So a lot of people have theories. I just don't see in scripture where it lands. I know that it hasn't happened yet. It's either going to happen before the rapture or after. I don't know. I'd love to know what you guys think. Uh, the Syrian army said that around 2.25 a.m., Israel launched an air attack from the direction of the Golan Heights and that the attack targeted several points in the Damascus area. So there you go. Also, from the Times of Israel, Hezbollah fires rockets at the IDF post on Lebanon border and the army returns fire. A number of rockets have been fired by the Hezbollah terror group from Lebanon at Israeli army positions on the border, close to the northern communities of Malkia and Minera. There are no reports of injuries in the attacks. The IDF says it shelled the sources of the fire with artillery. Additionally, the IDF says fighter jets hit a number of Hezbollah sites in southern Lebanon, including a weapons depot. It adds that troops also hit a terror cell in southern Lebanon and was preparing an attack near the northern village of Arab el Aramshi. 
So that's what's going on there. Hezbollah, this is from the New Arab. Hezbollah deploys 700 fighters near Syria's Golan Heights amid tension with Israel. The Iran-backed Lebanese Hezbollah militia has deployed over 700 elite fighters near the Israeli-occupied Golan Heights in Syria. The fighters were reportedly trained by the Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps and were assembled from the various Middle East countries such as Syria, Iraq, and the occupied Palestinian territories. So we get these rumors of wars and these scuffles at the border between northern Israel and southern Lebanon, it seems like every day. But a full front, like at a full attack, hasn't happened yet. I think it may soon. I, th I think we're in the beginning of the Psalm 83 war. I've said that countless times. But God has his hand in that nation. And uh, and it's it's amazing to see in these last days how the nation of Israel and the Jewish people are tearing apart even Christian communities and people. It's just wild because people can't make the distinction. People are either just against Israel and the Jews, and I'm talking some Christians, or they can't make the distinction between the nation of Israel and the Jewish people and the secular government running the nation of Israel, which is a different thing. I don't always support the secular government of Israel, but I always support Israel and the Jewish people. This is from the Sun. Uh, Israel vows they are ready to bomb across the entire Middle East in major warning to Iran and Hezbollah. The chief of Israel's Air Force, Major General Barr, said they are willing to take the fight all over the Middle East in a chilling warning to Iran and its terror proxies. Israel is not leaning on their God right now. Israel is leaning on their weapons. Um, and that's not a good idea. You know, they're going to go through a lot of trouble during the seven-year tribulation. We know that. But by the end of it, they're all going to turn to Jesus. Praise God. Uh, from Amir Sarfati, the UN has 13,000 employees in Gaza. They know exactly what's going on. So do NGOs like Doctors Without Borders, Amnesty, and Human Rights Watch. They all knew Hamas terror infrastructure was in the hospital compound where Israel wouldn't attack. They lied to the world for 16 years to paint Israel as evil. They've always painted Israel as evil since, you know, before 1948. So what's going to stop it now? You know? The nation of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, his hand is on that nation and on those people. And nothing will change that now, now that they're gathered back. All right, from Israel today. Israel has reportedly agreed to an American request to allow two diesel tankers to enter southern Gaza every day for use by the UN to handle the water and sewage problems in the city of Rafah. Gaza's infrastructure has for years been hanging on by a thread due to Hamas neglect and mismanagement, and now sewage is reportedly running through the streets and threatening the fresh water supply in Rafah and other towns in southern Gaza. Israel wants to help, wants to help avoid the outbreak of disease among the Palestinian civilians who have taken shelter there while the IDF dismantles the Hamas terror regime. A little while later, Israel Today said, the decision to bow to American pressure 
and allow two tankers of fuel to enter Gaza every day is causing a crisis in the wartime unity government. The government had previously vowed to not lessen the pressure on Hamas in Gaza one bit until all the Israeli hostages were unconditionally released. Now it has agreed to a small fuel allowance that many fear will grow to larger daily supplies, providing a lifeline to Hamas. The few members of the war cabinet insist this is a necessary this is necessary to buy international tolerance for Israel's continued war on Gaza, but the broader cabinet is furious and some are calling for Netanyahu to step down. Meanwhile, Arab media reports the fuel deliveries are part of a larger deal that will also see Israel agree to a three-day ceasefire and release 50 jailed Palestinian terrorists in exchange for the release of 50 Israeli captives. This is a game the government previously insisted it wouldn't play. The only explanation for Netanyahu going back on his word is American pressure. Netanyahu's getting a lot of pressure, not just from America, but he's getting a lot from America, but he's getting it from all over the world. And uh, I wouldn't want to be in his shoes, I'll tell you that. All right, what else? Let's look at, I saw some weather videos. The weather, the bad weather is creeping up again. The uh, Dubai unbelievable the flooding that's going on there crazy videos also kenya had some incredible wind and a lot of rain uh what else anchora anchorage alaska could see its snowiest november ever don't panic it's alaska they get snow but they've gotten like 38 inches of snow not in one storm but throughout november and that's their snowiest one ever uh what else terrible earthquake last night middle of the night at first when it first hit they said it was a 7.2 and it was in the philippines it said it shook the general santos city and there was video of a mall and it was crazy people screaming and ceilings falling down and pray for the people in the philippines because that was a bad earthquake then i saw other buildings stuff falling off the buildings and it was a bad earthquake now they've lowered it to a 6.7 but it was originally a 7.2. Uh, in the last 24 hours, there had been 51 earthquakes over 4.0, 5 over 5.0, and 1 over 6.0. There you go. All right, what else? Oh, you know how everything derails and burns, and, you know, well, you guys in this area, give me more info when you get it. As of this morning, it said a train reportedly carrying thousands of gallons of diesel fuel derailed in northwest Atlanta, Georgia. So let me know what's going on there. I didn't see any video or anything. I just saw a couple pictures. Uh, this is sad. There's a report that anti-Christian hate crimes in Europe have leapt by 44% in the last year. It doesn't surprise me. But religiously motivated hate crimes against Christians in Europe jumped up by 44% in just one year, reveals a sobering report by a prominent Christian persecution monitoring group. 44% in a year in Europe. That's a sharp increase. It's the last days. Come on. Come on. This is good news. Iranians secretly are translating the Bible into their heart languages. As the underground church continues to grow in Muslim-majority Iran, it is a huge, 
There is a huge Christian community underground in Iran. Bible translators are putting their lives on the line to bring the gospel into the local dialects so that their friends and neighbors can have access to the written word of God for the first time. Man, that gives me goosebumps. I love, love to hear about that. I love to hear about that. Oh, I got to get the clown world sound effect ready because we may need it because we're about to enter clown world. Okay. I'm ready. I got it. <laughs> this is from Mashable. Meta's new AI tool will let you add a dog into every picture. <laughs> Meta's upcoming AI-based tools will let you edit any picture in some very interesting ways. The first tool announced is Emu Edit, which can precisely alter images based on text inputs. For example, you could add a dog to an existing image or remove a person from an image, turn a dog into a panda, or change the image's background. <laughs> we can alter reality. Yay! <laughs> I'm wondering this here. I have a question from... I, I want to write to Zuckerberg and say, Hey, I have a question from the Watch and River community. Can we add clowns to pictures to make it officially Clown World? Because that would be epic if we could just turn it into an official Clown World or... Or maybe we can work with Zuckerberg to make a commercial. And the commercial could be like, uh, I think I wrote down a note here. During this holiday season, don't forget to make artificial memories <laughs> for an artificially happy holiday season. <laughs> I don't know, that's clown world. I, I don't want a dog in a picture if he wasn't there for the picture. You know, I don't want artificial memories. Do you want artificial memories? Why do we take pictures to have a memory of that occasion? Now we're going to add things in and take them out. And then in 20 years, like, wait, was the dog really there? I don't think the dog was really there. Who was there? Was grandma there? No, no, no. Grandma got erased. We erased her last year, but she wasn't there 20 years ago. But we added grandpa. No, but grandpa wasn't alive when that picture was taken. Do you really want to live in that world? That's clown world. I don't want to live in that world. <laughs> Just saying. All right, let's get to some comments of the day. Sharon, I am 65. I've known the Lord for over 50 years. He has been faithful to me. The last three years of my life have been very difficult, but he reminds me to stand firm and look to him. Amen, Sharon. That's the greatest advice when we're going through these hard times. And there are a lot of people going through hard times right now. I, I'm you're hard you're hard pressed to find a Bible believing Christian that's not having some kind of hard time in their life right now. Satan knows his days are numbered, but like Sharon said, he reminds me to stand firm and look to him. Eyes on Jesus, eyes on Jesus, eyes on Jesus in these last days. Lean on him, trust him. It's all we got, it's all we need. Nancy, I want to encourage my fellow believers. I know it's sometimes hard to wait to be raptured, but anything good is worth waiting for. We're told to set our minds on things above. Just imagine an eternity without any pain or sorrow or death or tears. No more, no more stressing about financial issues or health problems or relationships. No more gray hair or wrinkles or weight problems. Only perfect peace 
and love and praise. We'll be able to look our Savior in the eyes and thank him for dying for us so we can spend eternity in his presence. So never lose hope. Keep on telling others about him. And when you're feeling discouraged, just think about the wonderful times we have ahead of us. Thank you, Nancy. Absolutely true. True. Adam. Hey, Brother Tom. I'm not giving up on the rapture. It definitely has to be very soon. Jesus says at an hour you least not expect. When we finally get there, it will be well worth it. Keep preaching the rapture and salvation in Christ. Never stop. It will soon be over. Oh, yeah, I'm not stopping. I'm not stopping. Thank you, Adam. Yeah, we were, you know, I've been waiting for this season for 40 years, and now I've seen all the signs converge. Israel's at war. I'm not going to stop talking about the rapture now. It's like running a marathon for four hours, and you get to the finish line, and you're 10 feet away from the finish line. You're like, I think I'm going to sit on that bench over there and have a snack. <laughs> no, you're tired. You press through. You get to that finish line. Cheryl, it's such a blessing to be around all of you fellow believers. It's very lonely for many of us right now, but the Lord has allowed us to find one another right now. I can't wait to hug all of you, praying for Israel, asking for the release of these hostages. Amen, Cheryl. Yeah, anyone who's part of this community, we're a family. We're the Watching River family. We're all a part of the body of Christ. So we lift each other up. We pray for each other. Julie, we know who wins in the end. The Bible tells us everything we need to know. Yeah, you're right, Julie. Jesus wins. He's already won. Satan's already lost. Pebbles. He sees something in us we don't see in each other. A profound statement, Tom. Thank you. To realize every individual is so precious to our creator and all he wants is a response in return is hard to comprehend. And then to be showered with the blessings of peace beyond understanding and promises of a future with him? What a mighty God we serve. How can so many resist? I don't know, Pebbles. I don't, I don't get it. When I hear that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, Jesus, left a throne to come to earth, knowing that when he was on the cross, he knew the cross was coming, knowing that when he was on the cross, all of our sins would be placed on him and he would shed blood to remove all the sins that anyone ever born had ever committed. And to learn that and just to say, nah, I don't even want to look into it. Uh, I don't care. I, I don't get it. I really don't. It's exactly what Jesus did. He paid for your sins with his blood. It's the most amazing event that's ever happened or ever will happen in human history. That the God-man, that Jesus, the only begotten Son of God, put on flesh. And he came here to rescue us. Because we sin, the wages we earn from sinning is death. And it doesn't matter. I'm not, I'm not talking, you know, oh, you're a worse sinner than you. No, no. All sin is equal in God's eyes. And Jesus came to pay for all those sins, every single one of them with his blood. So all you have to do is believe, have faith in that blood, that it will wash you white as snow. And all you have to believe in 
is that Jesus came here and lived perfectly. And he died on that cross, shedding his blood and said, it is finished because the sin debt had been paid in full. Then he died, he was buried and he, he rose again on the third day and he's coming back. It's the greatest news I can tell you. You know how we're saved? We're saved by faith in Jesus. We're saved by grace, which is an unearned gift from God through faith in Jesus, through believing in his blood and what he did for us on the cross. And that he resurrected. It's very simple. It's very simple. Today is the day of salvation. If you reject the message, if you, if you reject, if you hear about the fact that God sent his only begotten son to die for your sins, and you're like, nah, I don't want that. I don't need that. I don't believe in that. You're going to face Jesus on judgment day. And your sins are going to be showing. And you're going to know the moment you're face to face with the one who paid for your sins. I said no to this offer. I said no to this God that I'm standing in front of. I said, no, I don't want your payment. And you'll be led off to hell and you won't feel like it's not fair. How can you when you're standing right in front of Jesus and you see the marks in his hands? This is the one who shed blood. He got tortured for me and I said no. That's why you can't reject it. And if you're like, well, I just don't believe in it. Take some time and research it. Get off of Netflix for a little while if you don't believe. Just take some time. How can you... <laughs> I, I just always think this. How can you spend so many hours of your life on nonsense? All right? And 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 I'm, and I'm not against you watching TV or whatever. I just don't get how you can spend a lifetime not looking into, if there is an eternity, not looking into it for 20, spend 20 hours of your life looking into it. That's what I, I don't get how you can spend hundreds of hours, thousands of hours in front of these things. Or in front of a TV, but you, and I'm talking about people who are rejecting Christ, who just don't believe in Him, or but you won't spend 20 hours looking into the history of the Bible and how it was put together, how miraculous the whole thing was put together, and and researching Jesus. I have way more respect for somebody who does research and says, "All right, I still don't believe." than I do for someone who just doesn't ever look into it. Jesus died for our sins. He paid for your sins. Every sin you ever did was placed on him when he was on the cross. Everyone. All right, I got to go. I'm struggling. I love you guys so much. I'm going to shut the camera off and I'm going to say a prayer for every person who watches this video. And uh, if we're not raptured today, and today is a perfectly good day for the rapture, but if we're not, God willing... I will see you guys tomorrow. I love you.